Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, the platform that celebrates industry professionals all around the world because you're bold, brave, and you dare greatly. You're changing lives and you are changing the world. Thank you very much for your support because we are on a mission to elevate industry professionals to the right level and they are heroes in this particular podcast. And we also are broadcasting from OMG Q1 right here in Reston, Virginia. And it is, once again, the the members of OMG and Digital Twin and all of the other consortiums and then some are all passionate about solving problems and they're debating. Right behind these doors, they're debating certain standards and they just make our lives better so give them a big uh, howdy do and and uh, go out to omg.org find out more you will not be disappointed in the hot seat Claude Sebe did I get that right Sebe yes it is Sebe and it means Claude Baudouin IT and knowledge management there you go and see I like that (laughs) and see there you go check it out man now I got it I like it you having a good uh, meeting? Yeah, it's actually, we've already had several sessions. It's not finished, obviously. We're here until Friday noon. It's only Tuesday evening. There's lots of things going on. We're oh, debating the kind of standards we could potentially develop to, to help industry in areas like business modeling and artificial intelligence and cloud computing. How long have you been a part of this organization? I actually was at my first OMG meeting, I think, in Orlando, Florida in December 1992. So it's just over over 30 years. I have not been at all the meetings between uh, in those 30 years, but I'm probably approaching my hundredth OMG meeting. Oh, man. I've seen everything. You're a legend. I've seen everything from the early development of CORBA to the development of UML. I remember, wow. the, I remember the year when people were telling me that it was too early to create a standard for uh, object modeling. And then the next year, they were huddled in a room in San Jose, California, doing a standard for object modeling. Hey, gosh, you're a legend, man. The you stories I could back. tell you. Oh, I can only imagine. I, I, you know, what's interesting is, is as I continue to be uh, to work with OMG and and, and uh engage many of the members uh, what i found is that I, uh, a sincere appreciation for what the members and everybody does they do here right and and you know i have strengths and weaknesses one of my weaknesses is i can't do what you guys do and be able to get into that level of detail on on a standard and debate it and hear it and and really ferret it out so when when you come out with something you launch something you you publish something there's a high level of confidence that it has been thoroughly vetted. The strengths that a lot of people have, and a lot of people here have it even more than me, is their technical competence and their Uh. experience. The weakness we have is that once we get embroiled in this and involved in this, we can't stop. So some of us are essentially almost donating our time to this cause of creating standards for industry, regardless whether we're being paid this month or not, or whether we travel on our air time or on our air miles or not. Yeah. You know, we do it because we feel that it is See? going to enable industry yeah. to do things. 
Our, that's noble. That's I got to tell you, that's 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 special. So our former chairman Richard Soley, yeah, um, know him well. that you whom you know, used to say, "We're not here to create standards. We're here to create markets." And the markets are mm. the markets by the companies that make software tools to develop models and, and systems. And in order for them to be successful in the market, they need standards so that they don't have to develop a different program for every client. Yeah, again, I, I see the, the value of it. I just do. I think that, there, that there's an efficiency there and there's a, there's a commonality. There's a common lexicon. I don't have to... Digital twin is digital twin over here at Digital Twin because they've, you've created that, that commonality. I, I when we create the Artificial Intelligence Task Force, which is one of the ones I lead, um, I, I, put, I use the words reduce friction. I said we're going to yes. reduce the friction for the software developers and for the users by defining some common formats, common language, maybe a common ontology. This afternoon we were talking about a common taxonomy of trustworthiness in AI. So that's the kind of work we do. Boy, do I have some questions about AI. Everyone has. You should ask ChatGPT. Maybe it would answer you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because thank goodness for ChatGPT because, boy, it has put a laser beam focus on AI and where it's going. Yeah. But it's been around. But, but for whatever reason, ChatGPT, boom. I think it's because people suddenly developed those large language models and they were able to suck in millions of documents. And all ChatGPT does is create a, a reasonable synthesis of what it has learned from those documents. And it has the ability to put it in very correct compelling almost English or French or Spanish or whatever, and that has value. The problem is when people ask ChatGPT stupid questions, they'll get stupid answers. Yeah. And we need to recognize that. We need to, to use ChatGPT for what it's good, not for stupid things. Yeah, but, but then again, uh, everything that revolves around AI, and I'll just use it from a macro perspective because there's always, there's always exceptions. Um, there has to be an organization like yours and others, especially here, that creates sort of boundaries, I think, yeah. or, you know. We've got to define scopes. I was talking earlier today to people from NIST, the National Institutes of Standards and Technology, yeah. and a lady from uh, UC Berkeley from the Center for Long-Term Cybersecurity who's done a wonderful paper recently uh, that links the risk management framework of NIST to the notion of trustworthiness. And we were precisely discussing scope issue. Where do you define the scope so that it is tractable? Because if you don't define the scope well, you're going to try to boil the ocean. Yeah. Uh, you're going to try to define yeah. an, the ontology of everything. And people have been trying to define the ontology of everything since Socrates and Plato, and no one has succeeded. So why would we? So let's be honest with our capabilities. Let's define one particular area, like risk and trustworthiness. Let's model that. And then we can define something else, like uh, you know the issue of data quality in industrial systems, and do models for that. And then there's going to be a connection somewhere, maybe about safety. Uh, is a system trustworthy because it's safe? And is it safe because it gets correct data from the sensors? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how we need to think about that, I think. Yeah, but, but we're still at the beginning of it. I mean, there's still yeah. so, there's so much yeah. that, that's, that I, I, how, when you were here, you're here. You're not when you're here, you're here. Um, you're here 
what what's your focus here at Owen? So I have three things uh, because again, as I said, you know, once you get uh, involved in this, you can't you you you, you it can't starts asking more. Y- of you. People start asking more, and you forget you forget that the word no exists. You know, <laughs> you can't because so you have um, a big one one effort is the business modeling and integration domain task force. We are the owners or the custodians, I should say, of the business process modeling language BPMN, which is really widely recognized as the methodological way of defining processes and workflows. So that's one thing we do. But there's an entire family of other standards. There's things to model what uh, people in the healthcare industry call cases. A, a case is something that's somewhat unpredictable. Someone comes into the emergency room and you have a bunch of data, you have a bunch of processes that you can invoke, but what, is it, what are you gonna do first? Are you gonna, are you gonna start applying a tourniquet or are you gonna do an EKG? Yeah. So you can't define the process in advance. When the person comes in, there's not something that says do A, then B, then C. It says uh-huh. look, look at all the data you have and decide dynamically what you're going to do. So that's a different modeling language for that. It's called CMMN, the case model, the case modeling uh, notation, case management model and notation, sorry. Um, Don't worry about it. I wasn't taking any notes on it. I was like, I'm just dazzled. And then, um, then the people in the healthcare industry have created this community called the BPM Plus uh, healthcare community, where BPM Plus means business process management plus case management plus decision management, etc., in order to standardize the course of actions taken in institutions like the VA hospitals, so that when someone moves from one location to another and resume care with a different provider at a different hospital, the same clinical procedures are gonna be followed to provide continuity of care. So that's something that our standards enable. So when you think, oh, OMG is doing this esoteric stuff to model processes, but it's impacting how veterans are being treated in veteran hospitals around the country. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm always dazzled. So that's one thing. That's yeah, one thing I, I do. I, I Another thing I do, as I mentioned, there is a an AI task force that started about three years ago. We're still in our infancy. We're still deciding what these things could do. But there's different languages that are used in there. There's different models. There's all these um, libraries of image files that tell you. This is a dog, this is a cat, you know, and it helps the AI learn how to recognize cats and dogs in future p- pictures they haven't seen before. Well, the language is used to describe those files and the bounding box within which there is a dog or a cat or, or a fire hydrant, there's often a dog and a fire hydrant together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Common. Though there's multiple such languages and they're not standardized. So if you're a company developing an AI and you get such, you get two training files from two different sources, they're not gonna be in the same format. You're gonna struggle. You're gonna, often people say, we spend 20% doing AI and we spend 80% massaging the data so that the AI can understand it. So what if there was a standard that says, this is the standard format for a file that tells you what objects are in the image, then everyone would stop spending 80% of their time massaging the data before they can do their AI work. So that's one of the things we're trying to pursue. I, I have to ask the question, and this is two of three, so I'm, I'm not forgetting the third one, trust me, is that right off the bat, <clears throat> the bandwidth, just just time. And, and, and time is like the, the, the great equalizer. 
industry, uh, innovation, technology, speeding. It, it just seems like it's maybe because I'm, I talk about it all the time, but it just seems like there's a doggone velocity that I can't keep up with. And, and yet you, you and others are, are working diligently. I just, it's like the pinch point is time. Yeah. Absolutely, I, and I, I find that there are things that I handle very uh, thoroughly. There are other things I have to skim, and there's, uh, unfortunately, things that I have to not pursue just because I don't have the time. But I think one of the tricks, to me at least, is really uh, being voraciously open to receiving input from whatever it is. So I can see a snippet of information that I get on Flipboard on my phone one evening, or I can have a conversation at lunch with someone very briefly, and I just try to make sure I don't lose any of that. And later on, it comes back, and I can, I can reuse it. Someone yesterday on LinkedIn was asking me, do you know someone I could talk to about bringing data back from offshore to onshore through satellite? Uh, in the oil field industry. And I'm like, um, I know someone because yeah. I talked to them and I looked at my computer last night and I found my notes from December 2019 having had a conversation with that person. You, you've got to have a, a, a uh. huge a huge capability uh. to retain information, yeah, yeah. to index it, and then you Jeez. can regurgitate it to people in meetings like this or in normal interactions with people. <laughs> all right. Number it was just an example, but I mean, this happens to me all the time. It's because there's people that are interested in knowing what's going on. I mean, they're yeah. trying, they're searching for an answer yeah. and they don't, they, they don't want to recreate the wheel. They, there's got to be a way of being a mate. Unfortunately, there are too many people who recreate the wheel. And yeah, that's yeah, all, that's, that is yeah, why yeah. the standards are such a challenging area in some cases. There was a cartoon once, I think it's an XKCD cartoon from the ex-NASA guy who does XKCD, yeah. where the first panel says, we have 14 standards for this. This is too many. We how can we deal with that? And then the second panel says, let's create another standard to unify them all. And then the third panel says, well, now we have 15 different standards. <laughs> but it's, yeah, very truthful, by the way. Number three, give us the number three that you're, you're AI and you're, you had one other organization. So the other organization is the Cloud Working Group. So it started as a Cloud Standards Customer Council, CSCC, with IBM sponsorship in April 2011, and it published something called the Practical Guide to Cloud Computing. And we've continued since then, and in eight, 2018, so almost five years ago, it became really part of OMG as the Cloud Working Group. We've published about 34 different guides and papers, how to migrate to the cloud, how to adopt it, how to check that your provider is giving you a good service level agreement, uh, how to do interoperability, portability, how to worry where your data is located. You know, it's 10 p.m., do you know where your data yeah, is? Oh yeah, absolutely. Et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we, we do this work regularly. Right now, I've started working on a paper. Uh, I'm leading that, but I have six co-authors, five humans, and ChatGPT. Uh, <laughs> On myths, myths and realities of cloud computing. So, <laughs> so I asked ChatGPT, please tell me what are common myths of cloud computing. And it gave me a pretty reasonable answer. So I'm, I enrolled it as one of my co-authors. <laughs> and we're, That's try cool. That's clever. That's we're clever. trying to tell people how to see through 
the marketing speak of the providers and not be you know, taken by some of the exaggerations. But we're also trying to dispel the FUD, the fear, uncertainty, yeah, yeah, and doubt, yeah, yeah. because there are people who are rejecting the cloud for the wrong reasons. But that's an, that's a, that's an ongoing, you know, a, you, you, you have to constantly, there's an education gap. That's why I can't yeah. retire. That's right. But look, you have hair, you look great. Why retire? Why retire? What are you going to do when you retire? Oh, there's, you know, I, I often joke with people here. Oh, if, if, if I want to do something interesting for free, I have plenty of charities I can work for. I was for. just going to say. <laughs> but, but true, what are you going to do? There's no way you can retire. Oh, I can work on my genealogy, which goes back to the late 1500s. At this point, okay, I, okay. Can, I can classify my 3,000 slides that I have never uh, scanned. You know, no. And, and then somebody's going to come to you and say, hey, I've got this thing. And it's so I did. I published for 12 and a half years. I published a newsletter twice, uh, twice a month. So there's 300 issues. And then I finally stopped. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to mine this and find what are the things that have shelf life. Some of these yeah, yeah, articles yeah, 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 yeah. have no longer right. are no longer interesting. But there's a few that have some that have held up and I'm going to compile them and put that on a wiki and do things like that. All right, one last question. On that sizable list there with three things, did, did we cover everything or do we need to cover something else that it was a gap and I want to make sure that you give your due, you know, no, I mean, due the, attention? The, the only other thing I had, you know, is like I was thinking what, what would be the conclusion to this? What would be my message? You know, there's a large, and? There, and there's a large scope of work um, that, that still tries to be done about business models, about AI models, about managing data, about managing processes. And um, people should come and, and talk to us and, and offer their wisdom and their experience. I look at it this way, and I'll be the first to admit this, that the world is moving. And and at a minimum, you need, you need to actively seek out at least how to get involved. Small, exactly. large, mid, doesn't matter. No contribution is useless. See, there you go, right there. I'm going to put that on a bumper sticker, and I'm going to just uh, put your name below it. All right. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can email me at claude at omg.org. That's the simplest uh, address. My professional address is different, but since we're at OMG here, use claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at omg.org. Oh, that yeah. will be the best way. I like it. like it a lot. You are absolutely spectacular. Thank you so for having me. I enjoyed the heck out of that conversation. And it was good for me. I like it. All right. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We're going to have all the contact information for Claude and then some. You need to be reaching out to OMG.org. You need to be reaching out to Claude. It is important because you need to participate and you need to know what's going on. And and you get great and big-hearted people wanting to help you. So that's a great place. Trust them. So we're going to wrap it up on the side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for Claude. I'm thankful for people like Claude. I'm thankful for OMG and the consortiums because they debate these standards. They create these standards so that we can create new markets for industry to do more. It's it's truly a noble 
endeavor, and I am truly appreciating the fact that they do that. And, you know, we just take it for granted. These are unsung heroes within industry that's creating these trustworthy standards so that we, industry, can do more. How about that? We just don't know about it. And, and every time I go to these OMG events, I am always shocked by the level of professionalism, the level of passion that each one of these members have to do what is right and to constantly think. They never stop thinking. Uh, I always feel like, wow, I'm, uh, I, 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 I don't, you know, level up to them. And I don't. I don't. I, I'm, I'm honest. I can just be their cheerleader by, by highlighting the fact that this exists out there. All right. That's Claude. Sebe. Uh, that's C-E-B-E is the company. And uh, all the contact information will be out there on Industrial Talk, as you are well aware. All right. As for a platform, Industrial Talk is that platform. Is the platform to tell your story. I would love for you to reach out. I would love for your continued support of all of these individuals like Claude because they're doing so much and you are doing a lot too as well. So go out to Industrial Talk, find out more. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly, hang out with Claude, and you will be changing the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from OMG shortly, so stay tuned.